So hey there friends and welcome to this episode of Self Kind with me, Erica Webb. Today I want to talk about what to do when you feel a sense of guilt or shame or frustration or worry around the fact that you have needs. Hi and welcome to Self Kind with me, Erica Webb. This is a podcast about what it means to be, live and move through a lens of self-kindness. We'll look at the ways self-kindness can underpin our practices in movement, mindfulness and mindset to support us to be and do the things we so desire in the world. I'm thrilled you're here. Let's get into the show. So welcome. I want to talk today, like I said, about what to do when you feel a sense of guilt or shame or concern or worry or embarrassment even around your self-care needs and the fact that you have needs at all. This comes up a lot and I find that it comes up for me as well so I can completely relate to it. But often what will happen is someone will say like I feel like maybe I have more needs than other people. It's like I need more self-care. Everybody else seems to be able to get by on less. Or another version of that, I feel so guilty when I actually take the time to rest or I actually take the time to do the thing that gives me joy because, you know, maybe I have to leave my kids or maybe I have to not do some work or maybe I have to leave the house a mess or not nurture a particular relationship because I'm doing something for myself. And the guilt that kind of comes up in these scenarios is really common. I think it's something that so many of us experience. And it's an interesting thing to consider whether it's actually guilt or shame. And I would I would suspect that it's actually more a shame um, driven feeling because shame says I should be a different way. I should be able to do this the way that other people do it, right? This humaning gig. What I want to propose though in today's episode is that really the the issue here is not that you have too many needs. It's that as a collective, we have subscribed to a productivity first narrative, to a narrative that says we, and especially those of us raised female, must be self-sacrificing in order to be good. So we're working against a narrative that never had our true needs, our true self-care needs at its heart ever. And so, of course, it's going to inspire some difficult feelings when we go against the grain, which is what we are doing when we engage in self-care. I mean, I could end the episode there, really, (laughs) just like a recognition that we are all swimming upstream Is that right? Upstream? Yes. Against the flow of a narrative that says productivity is more important than you and how you feel. Your ability to serve others is more important than you and how you feel. And like, what a terrible narrative. Sometimes I've been seeing on social media recently comments around Um, the issue with kind of hyper-individualism, right? This idea that we always have to just care for our needs and kind of don't worry about anyone else. And I wonder how many of us hear that when we hear a conversation about self-care. I wonder how often we hear that when we hear talk of self-kindness and self-compassion. 
there is perhaps this this other storyline that goes that actually is selfish, right? There is so much um, to be gained from collective, from community, from service, from supporting others. And that is true, right? I'm not saying the selfish part is true, no, but that there is a lot to gain from community and service and, you know, insert whatever you want to say there about the collective. This speaks to our all or nothing thinking, our like this or that way of thinking can both be true, right? Like can both be true that it's important to look after our needs and it's important to contribute to the collective. I don't see how these things have to be mutually exclusive and I don't think that they can be. I don't think that they should be, dare I say that word. But what we do when we continue to buy into this kind of regular narrative that says you have to be selfless and um, let's all collectively ignore our needs in the pursuit of, you know, um, productivity is I've lost my completely lost my train of thought there. (sighs) That's fine. We're going to leave all of that in. What happens, though, when we suggest and we buy into that narrative, I think I've got my train of thought back, when we buy into that narrative that says, you know, productivity over all else, um, service above all else, is that we're not putting in the and, right? We're not saying that both of these things are simultaneously true, that I am important and so is everyone else. We're saying everyone else is important and you're not. That is essentially the story that we're telling ourselves when we continue to buy into that I must be selfless before I can tend to my needs. And we end up, all of us, feeling crap. And so (laughs) the guilt that comes with the drive to take care of yourself, to tend to your needs, to be kind to yourself, to do things that make you feel joy, that you come by that very honestly, because it's literally what we've been taught. We have collectively subscribe to this idea that it is okay to ignore our needs in the pursuit of productivity. We do it all the time, all the time. And even when we kind of know better, even when we know, we still do it to an extent. And so just some food for thought. I think that when we know, oh, that's why this feels hard. It feels hard because it is hard, because I'm swimming upstream. We get to choose, okay, is that a difficult that I'm willing to put up with, to work with, because I want to believe something different, right? I want to believe that the humans in this world are more important than productivity. Me included, right? You included, the I included. So I want to give you a couple of tips about what you can do when that guilt does pop up, because it will, right? I, I, it, it happens for me still. And it's funny, I even noticed earlier today having some feelings about going out and doing something fun later today. I'm going to meet up with a friend and, and their kids and we're going to do something fun. And the narrative in my head was, but I need to work. I have a lot to do. I need to be busy. And those things other than the last one are true. I have got work to do. I do have things that I need to finish, but I don't really need to like be busy. 
I don't really need to constantly be productive. And so there is this invitation, I think, ongoing for all of us to be more curious, to be more curious when we do feel that push, that nudge, that almost compulsion to ignore our joy, to ignore our needs, to ignore our need for rest, for pleasure, for sustenance, for movement, for care in any kind of form. And to get curious and be like, huh, what's the story in there? What's the story that I'm telling myself about my need to be productive, my need to be selfless, my need to be whatever. And to get curious about it long enough to question it. Because we always have choices. And sometimes we will choose to subscribe to that narrative with our actions, right? Productivity will win sometimes. Sometimes we'll be like, no, today I don't do that. Today I push against the status quo. So that's tip one, get curious, especially when you find yourself ignoring, um, dismissing, even like belittling your needs. And then the second one is when the guilt comes up, when the shame comes up, when those feelings arise, to be willing to meet it with some small action. So like I just said, sometimes the productivity will win, right? Like we're human. We're not always going to um, move towards the thing, the new thing that we've decided we want to do. Sometimes we'll just go the old way. That's okay. But is there a way to do something small in like favor of as a vote towards this new way of being, right? So it could be that you are really, really tired and you're like, I really just need to rest, But the idea of taking a full hour or a whole afternoon or a whole day or a whole week off just feels like too daunting, too guilt inducing. Can you do something for five minutes? Can you do something for 20 minutes, right? Like, can you do something in a small way that is a vote in favor of you, a vote in favor of tending to your need? And I think through that process, we start to build up A, a body of evidence of like, hey, look, I do actually take action in the direction of my needs. Yay. Um, And it gets easier. So we lay down evidence and we make it easier for ourselves in the future to keep doing that. And that's all this is. You know, I think it's interesting being January as I'm recording this. Maybe you set goals and maybe already they're feeling hard to stick to. Because we so often have like an idealized picture in our mind of what that needs to look like in order to be enough, correct, good. What if you let it be so much simpler? What if you let yourself be curious in the moment and yeah, work towards those things that you know you want, but leave space for your humanness, leave space for your humanity and get curious when the guilt comes up, get curious when the resistance comes up. What changes if you meet yourself with curiosity, kindness and compassion instead of judgment, shame and all of those kind of you're not right, you're broken, you're wrong kind of feelings. So I hope that's helpful. I love thinking about this because you don't have to look very far to sort of see this narrative. And so get curious and let me know what you stumble across. I would love to hear from you as always. That's it for me this week. I'll be back next week with another episode. I've got some guests coming up this year, which I'm really looking forward to doing. Um, 
None of them are recorded yet, though, so it probably won't be next week. Uh, But we have got some coming up, so I'm really looking forward to sharing that with you. The other thing that's coming up really soon is my Soma Home course. So I ran that for the first time in November and December 2023. We're running that again in February. Now, I've spoken, I think, on the last couple of episodes about running a free class in January. Now, I had everything set up for that. I had like the landing page and the email sequence and everything set up. And then I realized I had double booked myself and I need to be somewhere to support a family member the day that I had that class planned. So, whoops. Um, So I'm actually don't think I'm going to run that class. Um, I'm struggling to figure out when I could kind of slot it in in a a time um, that's going to work for multiple time zones. So if you have been on the mailing list waiting for information about that, that's why you haven't heard anything because I kind of mucked up my calendar. Um, But do have in the back of your mind that Soma Home is coming up. I'm going to talk way more about that over the next um, couple of weeks, particularly over on social media. So if you're not following me over on Instagram, that's where I'll probably talk about it the most and in my newsletter. So I'll pop the links for how to you know follow along in either of those places in the show notes. Okay, I'm going to leave it there. I hope you're having a wonderful day. Let me know what your takeaways from this episode and I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Self Kind. If you loved it, why not share it? And while you're there, take the time to subscribe, rate and review the show. I'd love you to come hang out with me more too. You'll find me over on Instagram at ericaweb underscore selfkind. And you can sign up for my e-newsletter by heading to my website, ericaweb.com.au. While you're there, you can also read up more about the Self-Kind Hub and other ways of working with me. Until next time, keep being kind to yourself. Bye.